This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we talk about ideas and strategies for building happier habits into our everyday lives. This week, we will reveal our 24 for 24 list. Elizabeth, we have been working on these for months. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, the five senses, human nature. I'm in New York City, and joining me today from L.A. is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth, here's to a happier new year in 2024. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And yeah, Gretch, happy new year. Yes, it's here. So before we jump in, a quick update. This is the third and last element of the happiness trifecta. So we have picked our one-word themes. We have our annual challenge. So keep sending us your one-word themes. Tell us your plans for right 24 and 24. Are you doing two to four minutes? Are you doing 24 minutes? And once you've done them, send us your 24 for 24 list. We love to see what other people do. And Elizabeth, we often get ideas for ourselves. <laughs> we absolutely do. And I've been very inspired with everybody writing in about write 24 and 24. A lot of people are excited to write, Gretch. Yeah, we really tapped into something with this annual challenge. As this always, always happens. I'm always astonished how many yes. people are like, oh, I've just been waiting for a nudge. Let's make this into a thing. Yeah. If you want more resources related to the trifecta, if you go to my website, GretchenRubin.com, if you just go to the Explore tab at the top, you'll see a listing for the trifecta. There's so many resources and PDFs and articles about each of the three things, the challenge, the one-word theme, the 24 for 24 list. So you can go there if you want to look anything up. Yes. So Elizabeth, this week, our Try This at Home tip is to create your 24 for 24 list. And we have done this for several years now because we find, and research shows that this is widely true, that any tool that helps prompt us to reflect on our lives and what changes we might want to undertake is going to be helpful as we try to make our lives happier, healthier, more productive, more creative. No surprise, research does show that when we set specific aims for ourselves, we are more likely to achieve them than if we do not set those aims for ourselves. Yeah, and Gretch, I love the list because it doesn't feel like a resolution. Mm -hmm. We also have resolutions, but I like that this list feels more fun, more whimsical, things that I can do that I'm choosing to do rather than constraining myself with a resolution. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how setting up these aims in different ways really appeals to people in a different way. Another thing about making a list like this is then you really have to spell things out for yourself. Like instead of vaguely wishing for something like, I want to get back into watching classic movies, you really put yourself on the record by putting it into words, writing it down. But 
all these approaches appeal to different people. Of course, all three of them appeal to us, plus the New Year's resolutions. I love a happiness project. There's so many different ways to do it. But this one is fun. Yeah, Gretch. So we put fun things on the list, but also we have different tiers that have evolved on these lists. There's the ambitious tier, which is more challenging and worthy and demanding. There's kind of the medium tier, which we say requires some effort, but it's also fun or not too challenging. Right. And then there's just the pure fun, which is enjoyable and or low effort. Yes. So that's like buying a crossbody. Right. Yeah. Like even if it's a hassle to do it, that's something that you can do very quickly and easily once you make up your mind to do it and cross it off the list. So that's kind of a lower tier, whereas some things are extremely difficult and demanding. I also think another way to think about differences in different aims is sometimes it's a single action or a limited series action. So it is, it's buy a cross body bag or even something like write a will where it is a one-time thing. But then there are also things that are habits to be built, which is like your thing about start night flossing. That's really a habit that would theoretically extend into forever. And so that's another way to think about different elements of your list. Yes. The other thing, Gretchen, that we know people love to do is have fun with the numbers. So this year we have number 24. (laughs) Yes. So someone said they want to read 24 novels. Some people want to do things two times a month. So that's two times 12, which is 24. You could do something from 2 to 4 p.m. each day, like have no meetings or, uh, you know, a heads down period, or you could do something for two to four minutes, which is what some people are doing for write 24 and 24, or you could do something else for two to four minutes, like stretching. Or you could go without something for 24 hours. Elizabeth, we thought about this, but then we, we really couldn't think of anything that we were excited to mm-hmm. go without for 24 hours where we thought that would really show us something, but I could imagine somebody going 24 hours without caffeine or 24 hours without their phone or 24 hours without social media. You can imagine different things. And we want to remind everyone to have fun. I mean, you can, if you want, all 24 things can just be pure fun. This is your list. There are no rules. Um, But you want to have at least several things that you genuinely look forward to. And that's especially true for us obligers. Yes, remember obligers. You need outer accountability even for something fun, like you want to play tennis or you want to read more. It is not enough to rely on your inner motivation or your desire to do it. If it's not getting done, find that way to get outer accountability. If you don't know what we're talking about, take the quiz at GretchenRubin.com slash quiz mm-hmm. and all will be revealed. But yeah, it is something for people to remember that it's easier to do things that are hard to do than easier to do. Like, why is it hard to do something easy and easier to do something hard? That's a paradox, but I think it is something that many people find, that the things that they genuinely enjoy float to the bottom of the list, and so they just never get done. So putting them on the 24 for 24 list is a way to make sure that they do get done. Also, it is helpful to have your list somewhere that you can see it. Or you could review it on the 24th of each month. You know, I tried to do that and Mm. I completely forgot. So that didn't work for me, but I do think it's a good idea. I have a PDF that I filled out and I will put a link to it in the show notes if you want a PDF, just kind of like a nice list where you can fill it out. So I fill that out and put it on my cork board. And then when I'm just sitting at my desk, I kind of idly look at it. And that's how I keep it uppermost in my mind. But some people do beautiful versions of it. I can imagine this being a whole 
art project that people might enjoy doing as a way. But it's really just how do you remember to do this as the year goes by? Yes. Um, I always use your PDF and just stick it up next to my computer. Yeah. I did write an article about tips for making your list, like how to take your tendency into account, as we talked about, and how to follow through. So I will also put a link to that in the show notes if people want more ideas for how to make their list the most fun and the most likely to get done. All right, Gretch, coming up, I'm going to reveal my 24 and 24 list, but first this break. My closet was chaotic, crammed with a bunch of clothes, but nothing to wear. The game changer, upgrading to high-quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe of luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Gretchen, I got from Quince these super soft fleece wide leg pants in black, and I actually look put together when I go to pick up Jack from school. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. And the best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. Okay, Elizabeth, it's time for your 24 for 24 list. I have heard you talking about many of these. Uh, You've thrown a lot of spaghetti against the wall, as have I, and so I'm excited to hear what are the final 24. Hit me with number one. All right, Gretch, number one, and I have to explain this a bit, is do Orange Theory 50 times. I have no idea what that is. Okay, Orange Theory is a fitness class that many people love. Oh. And I think I will love it. I've found one near my house. Last year, I did the Fryman 50, where I climbed Fryman Canyon 50 times, and I upped it to 100 times. I want to do something different this year. Mm. I want to do Orange Theory. Now, the caveat to this is if it turns out I don't like Orange Theory, I'm going to change this to something else. All right. Yeah. But Orange Theory is what I've chosen for now. And you're going to do it 50 times. Yeah. So that's like once a week. Maybe I'll do it more, but that feels reasonable. Good. That's exciting. What is Orange Theory? Just briefly describe it. Orange Theory is like a circuit class where you do different things. So you do treadmill, then you do, you know, bands, then you do rowing, you do different exercises. And the reason I've chosen is because it has a lot of cardio. Yeah. And one of my goals for this year is to really up how much cardio I'm doing. Mm. So that's why I chose this particular class. Also, you can do it at different levels. It's what your level is. Mm-hmm. So you're not feeling that you're not keeping up with other people. Right. You're only keeping up with yourself. Oh, good. Okay. Well, I'm intrigued. I have not heard of that, but I can't imagine that it's not in New York City. So I will be very interested to hear about that. I also should do more cardio. I often copy you, Elizabeth, your thing. So. so maybe I'll copy this. <laughs> Number two, get new sunglasses. This is one of the fun, easy items. Yes. Gretch. Right. But as an underbuyer, it's good that you put it on the list because it's very easy for that not to get done. Three, more social media. Mm-hmm. I want to engage more with my social media. Okay. That's probably the opposite of what many people's things are. They probably want less social media, but I want to do more. 
And as a happiness bully, I would say that you could articulate exactly what you're asking of yourself more clearly. Oh, you're right. Do you have that in your mind or do you need to ponder that? Maybe I'll ponder it. Maybe we could talk about it in the next few weeks on more happier. Right. Because it can be, I want to spend 24 minutes a day engaging. I want to do two to four posts. I want to learn to use features like polls. Ah, like yes. writing on a post mm-hmm. to make a little joke, right? All, all those kind of things that I love that other people do, Ooh. and I think I would really enjoy. But I haven't sort of taken the time to figure them Ooh, out. Ooh, that's interesting. So it's more about upping your knowledge. Yes, and my frequency of posting. Okay, so it's both. Okay, well, let's talk but about yeah, this on more happier. Really get specific. Let's talk. Okay. Yeah, because I think that is the kind of thing where at the end of every day or week, you should be able to say yes, I did it, or no, I did not do it. So something that's more or learn is pretty vague, but okay, okay, we'll work on that. Okay, number four. Four is an old standby way every day that goes with my word from 23, which was scale. Still one away every day. Good. Number five. Five. This is a big one. Publish the novel Sarah and I are writing, or at least have it in the publishing pipeline because it takes a long time to publish. That's exciting. Again, I would say that's an outcome, but you already have all your process down. So I think that that's fine as a happiness bully. Number six. Number six, I want to keep the one-sentence journal. Gretch, you gave me a one-sentence journal for Christmas. (laughs) And for my two to four minutes of writing every day, I'm doing the one-sentence journal. I've always wanted to do one and have never followed through. So this is my year, thanks to our challenge. Yes, great. Oh, I'm so excited for you to do that and use the journal. Yes. Number seven. Number seven, weekend away with college friends. That's been on the list before, and I want want to do it this year. Excellent. Number eight. Number eight. I think this is a new one. Weekend away with my high school friends. Oh, okay. The older I get, the more I appreciate my high school oh, friends. Yeah. I mean, I've always appreciated them, but now that we're getting to a phase of life where people's kids are a little bit older, I think people have more time to spend together. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting to see them more, and I want to go away for a weekend, like you do with your friends. Okay, but can I have a drive-by request for hacks? Listeners, I find that the most difficult thing about something like this is picking the weekend. If you have a great solution for how to pick the weekend, if you have some kind of heuristic or some kind of test or some kind of way that you figure out in a group of people from all over the country who have kids of different ages and different kinds of work schedules— How do you do that? Because that, to me, is the biggest Mm. hurdle, is the date. Yes, very true. Number nine. Number nine. This is a biggie, Gretch. Mm. Get back into therapy. Ooh. You know, I've really gotten a lot out of therapy. Okay. And I feel like I'll get a lot out of it if I go back into it at this point in my life. Excellent. Number 10. Number 10, Gretch. This is a biggie. Take a walking trip with you in England. Yes. We really want to do this. It'd be a big sisterly adventure, but it depends on your schedule, Elizabeth. So we shall see how events unfold. But plans are underway. Either way, you win. You either have something, you have a TV show underway, or you go on a walking trip with me. Win-win. Yes. Number 11 is put on moisturizer every night. Mm, Okay. Do you have a moisturizer? Yes, I do. Okay. There you go. Number 12. Number 12, have at least one Happier in Hollywood retreat. Sarah and I did one this year. We loved it. It was so restorative for us. We want to do at least one 
hopefully more in 2024. Yeah, and your retreat was such a success. That's exciting to think about doing it again. Number 13. Another Happier in Hollywood item. Sarah and I are starting our Happier in Hollywood newsletter. Yay! In 2024. Excellent. Once a week. Yes. Fantastic. Sign me up. Okay, well, Elizabeth, once that's underway, you can give the URL and tell everybody what it's going to be and everything. That is exciting. Number 14. 14, I want to get Fraxel again. This was on my list a few years ago, and I did it, and I want to do it again. That's a laser treatment for your face that clears away dead skin and lets new, fresh skin emerge. Excellent. Number 15. Number 15, attain and maintain. And Gretch, that's a phrase that I got from my doctor. Mm. It's not about what we can attain. It's about what we can maintain. I want to attain and maintain a new milestone weight. As a type 1 diabetic, my numbers are much easier to maintain in a healthy way when I'm at a lower weight. Mm. So I'm really working toward, again, maintaining that so that my numbers stay good. And you're working with your doctor on that. Yes. Number 16. Get Daisy and Nacho's stamina up enough that we can take them on family hikes. Mm. This was something I think I had on my list last year. We made some progress, but not enough progress. So Daisy and Nacho need more stamina. Number 17? Go to BravoCon. Ooh, that's Gretch, the... I don't know if it's going to happen, but I got to put it on the list because, boy, do I want to go to BravoCon oh, next Excellent. Year. You got to do the research, when and where it is, put it on the calendar, all that stuff. Number 18. 18. I think we talked about this recently. I'm going to throw a birthday party for myself. Yeah. We talked about yes. how you and I never have birthday yes. parties. And I said, this year... I'm going to have some sort of birthday party celebration. Excellent. Number 19. 19, do no spend February. Oh, I'm doing that too. That'll be interesting. We will talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Number 20. 20, get to 200 pounds on the leg press. That's something I do at my strength training gym. And I've been up to 200 before on the leg press. Then I had surgery and I went way back. So I want to build up back to 200. Okay. Number 21. 21, go to six sound baths with Adam. Adam and I both love sound baths, and I think every other month is reasonable. Oh, good. That's a good way to think about it. Number 22. 22, take Daisy and Nacho away for a weekend. We did that last yeah. summer. It was so fun. I want to make sure we do it again. Yeah. Number 23. 23, decorate for Christmas on or by December 1st. Excellent. That's a good target date, because you gave yourself a demerit for not you wish that you had decorated earlier, so this is a good way to implement that demerit in the future. Um, and then number 24, what's your last one? 24, Gretch, I'm leaving free. It's a TBD. Okay. I want to see what crops up that I want to put on my list. I got that idea from you, and I think it's a good oh, one. Good. Good. Well, your list, it's a good mix of social things, work things, health things, fun things. And several are book-related, and that's your one-word theme. So you've really yes. you've put your theme into action in your list. Yes. Booking both, both as a book and as doing more cardio. Yeah, you're booking your appointments. Yes. All right, coming up, Gretch, we will hear your list. But first, this break.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire because it gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. It's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We all know that our life and our health can be improved when we eat nourishing, healthy meals, but it can be hard to maintain. With Sunbasket Meal Kits, it's easy because they take care of the details. Sunbasket offers 18 chef-crafted, dietitian-approved recipes each week with options like Mediterranean, carb-conscious, vegetarian, and keto-friendly. The recipes are quick and easy to follow, and you can enjoy a meal full of organic produce and clean ingredients that is ready in 30 minutes or less. Gretchen, we made the Marrakesh merguez patties. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that, but I loved eating it with warm carrot salad. And it was so good. And it got Jack eating something that he doesn't usually eat. Go to sunbasket.com forward slash happier today to get $45 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com forward slash happier to get $45 off your first box plus free shipping. All right, Gretchen, we are back and it's your turn to reveal your 24 for 24 list. You know, it's interesting, as I was looking back over my final list, I realized it's very open door because we're not saying empty nest, we're saying open door. And it's very social. There's lots of travel. So that's interesting, doing my open door. And here's another thing for my list, Elizabeth. For a couple of years, I had visit the Met every day because I was visiting the Met every day ever since I wrote Life in Five Senses. But now I realize that's just part of my every day. So I took it off mm. my list. But even though every year I put make my photo albums on there, I did put that on the list because I still feel like if it's not on the list, I might forget. So there's certain things I feel like you can sort of transcend out of the list, but then some things you always have to keep on the list, at yeah, least for like me. Like next year, I may drop my way every day, but this year I wanted to keep it on. Right, because you might still do it, but you feel like I don't need to have it be on the list because it yes. will get done either way. But that's, yeah, that's a tricky transition, perhaps. Yes. Okay, so what is your first item? I want to do watercolor. I want to make time for watercolor. I had taken a watercolor class with a few friends. I really loved it. 
but I would say I did not learn that much from this particular class. So I signed up for an online course. So I really want to do the online course and really stay engaged with watercolor, which is super fun. So one of the ways I'm making it concrete is I want to make 12 watercolor postcards and mail them. So that's sort of my output. And somebody gave me a set of watercolor paper that was formatted for postcards. So that's my number one. Okay, Gretch, number two. My one word theme for the year is revisited. And so one thing I am going to revisit is five years ago, we had an anniversary party for a milestone wedding anniversary. And we have another one coming up in September. And so I want to plan another party for that. Jamie and I are both excited to do that. So I will plan that for the fall. Fun. I will come to New York for that, hopefully. Yay, yes. Number three. Create a new quiz. Okay, I love creating quizzes. There is the Four Tendencies quiz, of course. There is the What's Your Neglected Sense quiz. There's the Gift Appreciation quiz. I love all of these. And now I'm super excited to do a quiz about what's the next new habit that will make you happier. This is something people ask me all the time, which is like, what should I do if I want to be happier? And I always say very unsatisfactorily, well, it depends on you. And then they say, but just tell me the best way. And I say, I can't tell you the best way. It depends on you. But now I will have a quiz and I will be able to say, hey, if you want to know the answer to that, take the quiz. So that is, I've been working on that. I'm working with this brilliant team. So I'm hoping that will launch soon. Ooh, I can't wait. Number four. Okay, you're going to laugh at this one, Elizabeth. I need to watch the final season of Succession. We were up to date. We, Jamie and I watched it together. We love it. And then when the final season, everybody else watched it right away, and we still have not. And I don't know why. Because I'm sure oh once gosh. we start, we won't be able to stop. But we need to start. It's an intense show. Like, you have to be in a mental place to re-engage. Oh, I love it so much. I can't wait for you to watch it. We will talk about it. Yes. Number five. Okay, so for the last several years, I have tried to do review every day, and I have failed utterly. This is a certain kind of evaluating of sources that I need to do for all the various projects that I have going on in my life. So I have huge stacks of books, and I need to review them and decide what to do with them. And it just isn't working to do this every day. So I thought, instead of just trying to do it again when it obviously isn't working, let me try it a different way. So what I'm going to try to do is on each weekend day, Saturday and Sunday, do 48 minutes of mm. review, which is two times 24. And I'm hoping that, because you had said, well, maybe you need to do a shorter time. And I'm like, no, I think actually maybe it's that it, I need more time. Mm. So I thought, well, I'm going to try this and see if this works better. Because this is something that would make my life a lot easier. But for some reason, I'm not able to do it. And that's puzzling. All right. Well, we'll check in with you on how that's going. Number six. This is another revisited the 10th anniversary of my children's literature reading groups is coming up also in September. So I have a lot of a lot of anniversaries in September, and I want to have a party for everybody to celebrate the anniversary. Our first book oh. was The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Maybe we'll all reread that in honor of oh, it or something. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, it should be. It's such a fun group. I'm excited for that. Now, you know, I'm part of a kid-lit group, West. I know. Yeah. I yes. know. I want a time and a visit to L.A. sometime where I can crash it and yes, see everybody. It sounds so fun. Number seven. Revisit my newsletters. So I'm converging my newsletters. The first one is Friday, January 5th. So if you're listening to this in real time, it's coming your way. You can sign up for this at GretchenRubin.com slash newsletter. I had several different newsletters, and I just felt like it was getting confusing for subscribers, and it was hard to describe. 
So now it's going to be five things making me happy, which is my main newsletter. That's once a week, which is five things making me happy. Then there's five things I published this month, which is at the end of the month. And that's just like a roundup of things that I've put out into the world. And then I'm also doing five things to try this month. That'll be mid-month because I had this tip-related newsletter that Mm. was growing really rapidly. So I realized, you know, a lot of people really like this. So I don't want it off on its own. I want to bring all these things together. And so now it's it's just, I'll just call it the five things newsletter, and it has these different elements. And so I think that's just going to be a lot more straightforward to explain to people what they're getting. And I, I, I just think it's, it's going to be more useful and I hope valuable and fun. Obviously, that's what I, I try to make it extremely valuable and fun. I think yes. they're valuable and fun. I agree. And this is just going to be easier. Oh, thank you. This is just going to be, I think, easier to understand what the cadence is. Oh, good. Okay, number eight. I want to keep learning and experimenting with AI. I am very interested in how to use AI as an everyday person. So not the big philosophical questions of AI, but just the practical. I just want to understand it, and it's changing very rapidly. So I read Ethan Mollick's Substack newsletter called One Useful Thing. I listen to the Hard Fork podcast. Both of those I highly, highly recommend. And I really push myself to experiment and use it. So I just have a feel for it. So when people are talking about it, I have kind of a sense of what they're talking about. And I want to keep that up. Number nine. No spend February. Elizabeth, we are going to do it. Yes, this is going to be interesting. Number 10. So I want to do six adventures. That's two plus four. So Mm -hmm. see how I'm doing my 24. Um, So Elizabeth, one of my adventures, a major adventure is this walk with you, which was on your list. It's on my list as well. But I also want to go, the next time in LA, I want to go to the Museum of Jurassic Technology, which I've wanted to do forever. I really want to visit the Joseph Allen Skinner Museum at Mount Holyoke. I've been wanting to go there forever. Last year, I had this on my list that I wanted to do field trips in New York City to neighborhoods that I wanted to visit. And I love doing that, but I wasn't able to do it every month. So I thought, okay, well, I want to have six adventures. And so Mm. if I don't get to go to the Museum of Jurassic Technology, maybe I'll take the Staten Island Ferry. So I want to get to six adventures. And you know, Elizabeth, one place that I really want to go, though I'm not sure how to work it into my life, is I really want to go to the unclaimed baggage place in Scottsboro, Alabama. I read this huge article about this place, which is where all the unclaimed baggage goes and you can shop from there. It's like Goodwill, except this isn't stuff that people are donating. This is stuff that people liked well enough that they packed it. Mm. And it, it just sounds fascinating, just as sort of a lens into culture of like what's in unclaimed baggage. But I'm not sure that I'm going to get there, but I would like to, I would like to do it. Well, that's why you put it on the list. Right, yeah. Number 11. So I have a summer of reading every summer. I had my summer of Proust. I had my summer of Virginia Woolf. I had my summer of rereading. And this summer, I want to have the summer of Abraham Lincoln. For a long time, I felt like I really wanted to know more about Abraham Lincoln, especially his ability to communicate and how everyone felt like he could just tell a story and talk in a way that just really drew people in. And that is super fascinating to me. So I've developed kind of a reading list of several books that are, you know, acclaimed Lincoln biographies and also ones that focus on that aspect, Lincoln as a communicator. If anybody has any suggestions for documentaries or books that I really have to read from my summer of Abraham Lincoln, 
let me know and I will add them to my list. All right, Gretch, that's a good goal. Number 12. Have monthly casual dinner parties. This is something that Jamie and I both want to do. Oh, I like the word casual in there, Gretchen. That was smart. Yes, casual. Number 13. I want to have a family photo taken in August, like a nice family photo. So I... In New York? Yeah, could be in New York. Or, yeah, could be in New York. And I don't know why, Ren, now I can't remember why I said August, but I, I, I just put it in August. So, okay, okay, fine. I must have had a reason. I don't remember why, but that sounds like a good time. So, yeah. Okay, number 14. Okay, this is just fun. I want to make a list of 24 things that please me. These are just things that I just take pleasure in. So, for instance, I take the most enormous pleasure in the periodic table of the elements. Ever since I was little, I have found this to be such a satisfying thing. I don't know why. I would like to have a needle-pointed pillow of the Table of the Elements. Mm -hmm. I love air dancers. You know, those inflatable waving tube people? Love to watch an air dancer. I love thinking about streetlights changing their colors in the middle of the night when there are no cars around. I don't know why. That is just something that pleases me. I love quirky vending machines. The vending machines like, hey, look, it's selling these odd little things. So I just want to have a list of 24 things like that just because it makes me happy. It's just something that when I think of something to add, I get such a charge out of it. So, Ooh, I think this could be a good try this at home, Gretchen. Ooh, okay. All right. Well, I felt like it was very idiosyncratic, but maybe other people will enjoy it too. It certainly it's it's kind of a good way to give yourself a like kind of a mental treat. We talk a lot about giving ourselves healthy treats. This is a kind yeah. of treat. Just thinking yes. about quirky vending machines yes. like, makes me happy. Okay, number 15. Okay, this is a repeat. So I'm revisiting this because I was unsuccessful in the past. I want to do a perfume night for my friends. All my friends are like, when are you going to do this perfume night that you keep talking about? Because I have a lot of friends who love perfume. So I got to do that. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. And you have so many great samples. Oh, indeed I do. And I would love to share them around. Number 16. This is also revisiting something that I haven't done. I want to have a gathering for all my podcaster friends who live in New York City. I think that would be really fun. And Alyssa, if you could come, that would be even better. Yes. How could I miss that? Yeah. No, I think it would be really fun. I love to talk shop. I love to talk podcasting. Um, That would be really fun to do. Number 17. Catch up on my photo albums. I always have to put this on the list. I always procrastinate, and then I have to do it for like three hours and do like a thousand photos all at once, but it's always worth it. But I'm putting it on my list. Okay, number 18. Okay, 24 days of, and I don't know what to call this. I'm calling it like policy or commentary. So in 2023, I had 30 days of culture, which I loved, which was 30 nonstop days of culture, which was amazing. This is a little bit different. It doesn't have to be consecutive, but over the course of the year, I want to have 24 days where I like go to some lecture or book talk where people are talking about policy or it's commentary. So it's not like a painting. It's like international trade policy, you know, demographic change. I am so fascinated by changes in uh, demography. So I should like, go to a lecture where they're talking about the implications of demographic change. And so I I want to uh, be on the lookout for things like that that are interesting to me and then sign up and go. Oh, good. Well, there's plenty of that in New York. Yes. Number 19. I want to plan a family trip to Japan. I really, really mm. want to go to Japan. I think we would all love it. Again, it's scheduling is tricky. 
Hurting the cats is hard, but I put it on the list because I really want to make sure that it's uppermost in my mind and that I figure out how we can do that. Number 20. Muse machine. Okay, so I have my muse machine, which I love so, so, so much. Yes, you gave me one for Christmas. Yes, Elizabeth. Thank you. Yes. And I will post a link to it in the show notes and a picture of it. And so it has these 150 cards, which are sort of these enigmatic creative prompts. But I realized that, so I used it, I came up with it as a way to get over when you feel creatively stuck or you want to give yourself a little bit of a jolt of ideas. But I also realized I can use this almost more like tarot. Like I've always Mm. been really interested in tarot. I've always wanted to learn about the I Ching. This is this whole thing that I got interested in as I was writing my book, Life in Five Senses, which is about how we can look at patterns or draw ideas out of ourselves. You know, you are the oracle. I am the oracle. Anyway, this is this whole big body of thing that I think about that's still sort of inchoate in my mind. But here, I'm going to draw one every week, and I could draw three times if I want because there's 150 cards. So even if I draw three times, I still won't use them up to pick one that feels sort of engaging and auspicious for the Mm. week. And so I'm going to draw one right this second. Okay. Okay. This one is shrink the world to a single room. Mm. What does that mean for me this week? I will ponder that. I will put that on my corkboard and I will ponder that. I feel like I have an idea of how I can put that to use. I'm excited. Fun. I love this. Yeah. I love the Muse Machine so much. (laughs) Okay, Gretch, 21. I want to find a way to support a cause I believe in. One straightforward, simple thing I want to do is donate blood. I wasn't able to donate blood for many years because Jamie, my husband, had hepatitis C. But now I can donate blood, so I want to do that. But I also want to find a bigger, a much bigger way to support a cause I believe in. That's great. 22. I want to work outside my office. I used to always take my laptop to a library in my neighborhood or a coffee shop. I love doing that, and I've just, over the years, gotten out of that habit. And I want to get back into that habit because I find it very creatively stimulating. Okay, Gretch, number 23. I want to be a matchmaker. I want to fix two couples up for a date. It does not need to be lasting love. This is just, can I set up two couples on a date? That feels manageable. So I want to do that. That's funny. You know, two people I know got married because I introduced them to their spouse. Now, I didn't do it intentionally, but I did do it. So I take credit. I mean, it's the greatest thing. I did that one time and it's such a source of happiness for me to know that I did that. So, and I think people just appreciate that you're thinking of them. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. All right, Gretch, finally, number 24. Okay, now this is very revisited. The Happiness Project revisited, and I'm going to do another Happiness Project. And I feel like putting do another Happiness Project on my 24 for 24 list is kind of like that thing when you're little, when you're like, what are my three wishes? And my third wish is I have infinite wishes. And so like, this is just like, and now you have a lot more things that you can put on your list. You're just Mm -hmm. calling it the happiness project. So um, I'm going to be doing that. If you want to hear what I'm doing for my happiness project revisited, uh, you can take the course because I'll be talking about all the things that I'm doing as well as what everybody else is doing. Um, And a few things overlap with uh, 24 for 24, but I'm excited to do those as well. Yes. I can't wait to hear about all this as the year progresses. But Elizabeth, you know what I realized that's different about your list and my list is you included keeping the one sentence journal as one of your 24 for 24. And I was like, oh, that's the annual challenge. So I didn't add it to my list, but I realized it should be on there or whatever. We're both doing it. So I'm doing the five senses journal as my 
writing for two to four minutes. Yes. I find I need to have things multiple places. The more places I have them, the better. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So let us know if you do try this at home and what is on your 24 for 24 list. How are you using the number 24? How are you adding things that are fun? Are you dividing it into different subjects? We are endlessly fascinated. So send them our way. You can let us know on Instagram, threads, TikTok, Facebook. You can drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 463 for everything related to this episode. Also, we've been talking a lot about the trifecta. If you want to go to the hub that has all the resources and more reading, if you want to go deeper into the trifecta, just go to happiercast.com slash 2024 trifecta, and it is all there for you. Elizabeth, what are we reading? What are you reading? I am reading Made by Stephanie Land. And I'm reading Trustee from the Tool Room by Neville Shute. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Write your 24 for 24 list and let us know what you wrote. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and threads and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin. And I'm on Instagram and threads at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Here's something for your 24 for 24 list. Recommend the podcast to a friend and recommend this podcast. It really is how people discover our show. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and upward. Gretch, how did my voice hold up? You know, I'm still getting over my COVID. Uh, it was pretty good. I mean, I could tell that you're a little bit froggy. How does it feel? Is it tired? A little bit tired, but much, much better. Okay. From the Onward Project. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.